when you're too cheap to go to the library. The look inside this book club. I'm Becky Selengut. And I'm Matthew Amster Burton. All right, we're we're back here for another um, amazing peek into romance novel. Uh, look inside. What do you guys think of that? Are you speaking English? <laughs> I don't know, but all the words were coming out funny <laughs> and in weird order. It's because I just had Japanese class with you, yes. and I don't know where to put my my subjects and and my objects. Uh huh. Well, I and my particles. I think that puts you in common that you have a lot in common with many of our authors. Yeah. So, uh, what do you got for us? I got. Kirsty Greenwood uh, is the author of Big Sexy Love, and I picked this book because the the subtitle is A Laugh-Out-Loud Funny Romantic Comedy. Oh, we'll be the judge of that. Yeah, exactly. 122 five-star customer reviews. Um, I just thought, well, come on, bring it. Let's see. Yeah. Let's see if I laugh out loud. I mean... Could it? Could this be a gronking to remember? <laughs> it's not going to be as good as gronking to remember. That was I don't know. That was classic. Chapter one. I'm calling it. This year is officially my most rubbish year yet. Oh, is this British? Yes. Yes. Olive Brewster's most rubbish year yet. Olive Brewster? Mm-hmm. My top five reasons for this declaration are as follows. Reason number one. My brother Alex and his girlfriend Donna are kicking me into the teeny box room of the house we share. Donna wants to use my big room as a studio for her new scented candle business. Oh, boy. She hasn't even started making any scented candles yet. Oh. Uh, but apparently, they want to be prepared for what happens and need me to not be a dick about it. I think this author really likes Bridget Jones's diary. Probably. Reason number two. And so do I. Reason number two. I'm 27 years old, and I work as a fishmonger in Manchester Indoor <laughs> Market. That's the I reason I picked the book. The second reason I picked mm-hmm. the book. It was supposed to be a temporary job to help me pay my way through university. Nine years later, I'm still here. It's not terrible, I suppose, but it's not exactly captivating either. The regular customers are pretty sweet, and I know the job back to front, but mostly I'm skint. What's um, that word mean? I think, I think it means, like, broke. And spend way too much time elbow deep in cod. Matthew, have you ever spent much time elbow deep in cod? Not as much as I'd like. Well, how long have you been married? <laughs> Anyway, I'm skint and spend way too much time elbow deep in cod, avoiding eye contact. I prefer to spend my time elbow deep in God. Oh, wow. (laughs) I'm deeply uncomfortable suddenly. (laughs) I meant in a spiritual way. (laughs) What does that mean if you're elbow deep in God? (laughs) I don't know. You and God are so close. Uh Uh-huh. Is God like crying out in pain? No, God can. Do you use lube when you're elbow deep in cod? God? <laughs> um, I mean, you know, this is this is one of those theological questions. <laughs> like, can can God make a fist so big that? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you have you... your fist in God. Well, but it's... God made me, right? Oh, so it's like a centipede kind of thing. <laughs> it's a human. It's a human God centipede. <laughs> this is the most. Sacrilegious thing we've ever done on the show. Okay. I'm just going to keep reading. Mm-hmm. reading. Reason number three. I haven't had sex in almost 10 years. Oh. Not even a tiny bit of sex. Matthew, have you ever had a tiny bit of sex? Yeah, sure. Okay. Definitely. What's that look like? I don't know. It's like, you know, 45 seconds of good times. <laughs> That's my new album. <laughs> <laughs> the entire world tells me it's something that would make me feel amazing if I did it. But I'm entirely convinced that sex is a really dumb idea. 
Wait, didn't she try it already 10 years ago? Right. I guess it, I guess it didn't she, go well. She's going to tell us right now. I've seen firsthand how it makes people lose control, become selfish, turns them into reckless boneheads ruled only by their peens and vagines. What does she mean by firsthand? Like, it, it was this In some... her firsthand. <laughs> right. Or was she like watching this in some sort of like human, uh, like a zoo, human zoo? Human <laughs> zoo. <laughs> Yes. Um, you should see what she says when she used her second hand. Oh, boy. Okay, so you this... Should, you should hear what God says. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Remember the Holocaust jokes that made you really uncomfortable? Uh-huh. Okay. I'm going to repeat this line one more time. I've seen firsthand how it makes people lose control, become selfish, turns them into reckless boneheads ruled only by their peens and vagines. Boneheads. Boneheads. Because this gets us to our first game. Oh, great. Our only game. I don't know why I say our first game. And our game is use rhyming terms like peen and vagine to describe our junk. Okay. Um, I'm not happy with some of mine, but I'm going to share all of them anyway. Uh, jizz it, and where is it? <laughs> it it takes some thinking, and uh, yeah. I kind of like it, actually. Yeah. It's like from the male perspective, right. clearly, because if a woman doesn't know where it is, that's she's in trouble. Well, I don't know if I don't know if our our heroine here knows where it is. Probably not. Uh, cock and dock. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, tower and flower. Oh, fire hose and lady nose. <laughs> <laughs> Pole and mink stole. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Man snatch and fun hatch. <laughs> <laughs> Bones and scones. Or bone and scone. Okay. First class mail and the holy grail. Oh, wow. That's That should be the title of a book. Uh-huh. Protrusion and confusion. That kind of goes with the first one. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of confusion there. Maybe we should show you some uh, a, char- yeah, you a have, chart. Can you pull up any charts there? <laughs> yeah, I can. Help, let me pull my pants down. I'll show you the real uh, chart. Gotta go. <laughs> okay. Well, that's the real chart. <laughs> hey, you want to see the real chart? Do you want to see the real chart, little boy? Okay. I'm gonna go back to the book, please. I don't want to be like that. I like my life simple, safe and sure and certain, and sex free. Well, then why does she want to quit her job at the fishmonger? I don't know. Or at least I thought I did. Because the thing is, last month I watched Atonement for the first time. And you know that scene where Kira Knightley and James McAvoy do it standing up in that posh library? No, but now I'm going to rent I this know. movie. Well, it gave me a rather pleasant and curious sensation in my very own vagine. Wait, wait. first of all, does it really say that? Yes. And secondly, okay, never mind. A rather pleasant and curious sensation indeed. My son's sex lifestyle had never ever bothered me before. My first time was fumbly and awkward and not something I was eager to repeat. Plus, I've not met anyone I fancied in years, so it's not really been an issue. But now I'm starting to wonder, what if everyone is right and I've been missing out? I can't get the thought of that steamy library sex out of my mind. I think Mm. of it multiple times a day and it won't bugger off. (laughs) So to speak. So to speak. Isn't buggering off uh, uh, jacking off? No, uh, oh. like buggery is anal sex. Oh, thank and, you. But buggering off is just like getting lost. Okay. Reason number four. Last month I did one of those BuzzFeed quizzes that y- let you know which Harry Potter character you are. I got Buckbeak. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know what's funny, listeners, is that I didn't know who Buckbeak is, and and Matthew does, because he's such a nerd, that of course he knows who this is. Yeah, Buckbeak is a hippogriff. 
Oh my god! What? <laughs> I've read the books. A what? It was it, it was uh, Hagrid's pet hippogriff that he that he like made the students tame in Care of Magical Creatures class. A hundred percent of what I said is correct. <sighs> yeah, I know. I couldn't remember Buckbeak either. Not even one of the main players. Not even a human. I mean, why even include that as a possible result on the quiz? I, if I took a Harry Potter quiz and it said I was Buckbeak, I would go around telling everybody this for the next eight weeks. And that is the main difference between you and me. Uh-huh. Like, which, which house of, of Hogwarts are you? The, the one with the, the hippogriffs and the, and the big, like, virile monsters. I'm going to keep reading. <laughs> it's just hurtful. I only thank God that I wasn't in Hufflepuff. Ain't nobody want that shit. Wait, those aren't equivalent things. You can't be either <laughs> a you... Hufflepuff. I, I mean, I, I, yeah. Calm down. No, this is very. <laughs> no, calm this, down. No, no. Calm down. Reason number five. My <laughs> my best friend Birdie is dying. Oh. What? What? Oh. We just got sad. Are you all right, dear? You look like you're about to cry. I tugged out of my melancholic dreaming, daydreaming by the customer I'm serving, an elderly fellow called Norris who comes to the market every single Thursday afternoon to buy a peppered tuna steak for his supper. That's sad. He's been coming here for as long as I've been working at this place. Always Thursday afternoon, always a pe- peppered tuna steak. She should throw Norris one, don't you think? I think so. I find the routine of his turning up so regularly, always choosing a certain dish on a certain day, very comforting. I, found it, I find it very depressing. Yeah. <laughs> He's a man after my own heart. Where possible, it fits to know what to expect. Birdie objects when I say this. She reckons the fun of living is all about the unexpected. But I've experienced the unexpected, and let me tell you, I'm not about that life. I mean, I think it sounds like she's going to unexpectedly die, so maybe she should revisit this belief. What's pepper tuna euphemism for? I don't know. (laughs) Oops, sorry, Norris, I smiled at him. My mind was somewhere else. Tuna steak, yes. I reach into the chilled counter to grab the fish filet when Norris's gravelly voice stops me. Actually, love, I think I'll go for a sea bass today. Oh. I freeze, my hand dangling mid-ear, mid-air, mid-ear. Is, is this like uh, spontaneity on, Nor- on uh-huh. the part of Norris going to give her a, uh-huh. a, oogly, a, a wiggly feeling in the wobbles. squiggly, squiggly nethers? Or <laughs> a wiggly feeling in the wobbles? Yeah. I freeze, my hand dangling mid-air inside the counter, my eyes sliding across to my colleague, Tall Joan. <laughs> this that sounds like uh, a actual nickname you might get in yeah. England. And then to my boss, Taller Joan. They don't <laughs> they don't seem to notice that Norris, who's been getting the same tuna for time immemorial, you has... know. Okay, you know what makes my my whipples wobble? What? Thinking about Tall Joan and Taller Joan. Taller Joan. <laughs> uh, who has been keeping getting the same tuna from time immemorial has suddenly changed his regular order to sea bass. What's going on? I asked suspiciously, wondering what on earth has caused Norris's unforeseen change of habit. Are are you? Is everything okay, Norris? We're going to take it to a break and find out what happened to, oh. to Norris. And we're back. Oh, he did it! I think my question comes out more accusatory than I intended to because Norris frowns, his thick white eyebrows lowering so much that they almost obscure his heavy lidded blue eyes. He sounds like an owl. He sounds like a sexy owl. I just fancied something different is all, Olive. Nice to switch things up once in a blue moon. I'm just kidding. All owls are sexy. <laughs> nice to switch things up? The last time I switched things up was in 2010 when I bought some colored contact lenses on a whim and people thought I had glaucoma. Oh. Oh, I say. Fu- I don't think that's a visit. No. Yeah. No. Oh, I say fumbling over his new order. Cool. <laughs> totally great. Something different. Fancy that. Great customer service uh-huh. at this fishmonger's. Uh-huh. On my way home from work that evening, I buttoned up my plum-colored duffel coat. 
Is that like my plum colored duffel coat? It's it's a bag and a coat. I think duffel coats is one of the houses at, at uh, Hogwarts. <laughs> And I wander through central Manchester towards the tram shop that will take me back to the rural suburb of Saddleworth, where I live. Tram. I don't know if that's made up or it yeah. could be real. The sky is still blue and bright, the springtime weather crunchy and fresh like a Granny Smith apple right out of the fridge. Mm. I amble now through, I'm hungry. I amble through Piccadilly Gardens saying hello to the friendly florist with her pretty pop-up flower shop. At Cafe Milo, I stop as I do each week to pick up a big cup of tea, cheese, and ham baguette and custard tart for Mikey, the homeless man who can always be found on the benches by Aww. the fountains. Chapter 2. <laughs> Olive's phone reminders. Book dental checkup filling needed? Skanky tooth? Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> Order that rose gold Kate Spade coffee mug for Birdie? Wait, what? A A rose gold gold. coffee mug? Yeah. Rose gold. Download Still Minds meditation app. (laughs) Listen to day one of Still Minds meditation app. She wrote both download and listen listen to. Okay. If my home life were a sitcom, it would be called The Alex and Donna Show, which is a shit title for a sitcom, I know, but you get my point. I don't because I don't Don't know know who Alex and Donna Mm -hmm. are. I would be the pale, oddball sister living in the basement, popping up occasionally to make some dry remark, but mainly serving as the audience for Alex and Donna to act in front of. Is this a show that everybody in England knows and we don't? Uh-huh. Okay. But she's helping out her American audience right here. Okay. If it were Friends, I'd be Gunther. Oh, okay. Gunther? I, I never watched I, Friends. Yeah. Is it Gunther? I think it's Gunther. I've been living in this house since I was born. It used to belong to my parents. And then two weeks after I started university in Manchester, we found out mom had been having a sordid affair. Is there oh. any other kind? With a Frenchman who had been visiting the city on business. On business. Mon chérie. Out of nowhere, she decided to leave dad, my brother Alex, and me for a new life in Marseille with her rando French fancy. Mm. Her whole family carelessly left behind because of a stupid affair. She only stayed with Luc for a year. Jean-Luc. Jean-Luc. But she met someone else in France, and she still lives there. Oh. Dad was so broken about it all that he spent most of the next six months eating tinned pies in the living room with the curtains closed. <laughs> um, does mom... Uh, I mean, she's a fishmonger. I don't know where I'm going, but never mind. <laughs> I, 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 was, I had something brewing in my head involving like all the different fish that you use to make bouillabaisse. Um, but okay. it did never turned into a joke. It just turned into a soup in my head, and now I'm hungry oh, again. But she went off with her Randy Rui. She went off with Randy Ru- Rudy. What? Rui. Oh, Rui oh, yes. is the mayonnaise the, the, on a bouillabaisse. Anyway. Um, and then, just as I was doing my first year exams, he transferred the mortgage to Alex and upped and moved back to his hometown of Scotland, where he now goes from girlfriend to girlfriend to girlfriend, desperately unhappy and bitter about how things have turned out. Wait, that sounds great. Wow. What? He just, the dad took off too. Oh. Left, leaving the, the uh, girl and her brother. So then it was just me and Alex. I don't really speak to my parents anymore. Everything kind of fragmented after mom bailed. Not that I'm still messed up about it, except that, of course, I totally am. Will you please uh, like get to more about Tall Joan and Taller Joan? <laughs> <laughs> I don't care about, about their philandering parents. Once, when she was drunk, Bertie said that all my current foibles can be traced back to the unexpected breakup of my family and that I was emotionally traumatized. It's a bit of Psychology 101, suggesting in my, op- in my opinion, but I did used to be a lot braver when I was younger. Mm-hmm. I was the girl who, who at the park ran up the slide rather than down it. Badass. Yeah. I don't I think, think I, that's I, that badass, is it? I think all kids do that yeah. at some point. I mean, I did, and I was, I was not badass. Yeah. I like it here. I, I realize that you're supposed to say that's hard to believe. Yeah. Oh, that's hard to believe. Yeah. Oh my God, I think I'm bored by this book. 
I like it here at the house in Saddleworth, despite the shit that went down here. It's home, a nice roomy semi-detached on a quiet street with a pretty gravel garden, countryside not too far away. Inside, it feels cozy and full of memories. <laughs> Basically, it's a generic house. Yeah. I'm, I'm just totally skipping, skipping ahead. All the hard stuff is done, she answers with a worthy smile. I have no idea where we are. A truly authentic lasagna takes a very particular set of culinary skills. Wait, what? How did we get to lasagna? It's just, who cares? She says lasagna in a terrible over-the-top Italian accent. Who does? Uh, Who cares? Okay. And she's not even messing about. You could set the table, I suppose, if that's not too much trouble for you, Olive. Is there a website called, like, (laughs) talljones.co.uk where I can meet Tall Jones? (laughs) She's an odd one, Donna. Oh, we're talking to Donna. Oh, great. I don't think she likes me very much. I mean, everything that comes out of her mouth is technically nice and perfectly polite, but Wait a minute. So, wait. is this? It's not a show. It's the people whose house she lives in. Right? Uh... Donna and something. Why do, oh, I, why do I care? Oh, you're right. I, I... The Alex and Donna show. So, Alex, she's Alex. Is and, she? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And Donna is her, her roommate. Landlord roommate. Her landlord. Okay. 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 Good thing we figured that out. Yeah, because every Brit listening to our show is like, there's no Alex and Donna show, you dumb <laughs> fucking twats. But no, it's only in Scotland. <laughs> I don't think Donna likes me very much. She's technically nice, blah, blah, blah. But there's an underlying antagonism, which makes me constantly feel like I've done something to upset her. She always acts so formal with me, and she says my well, name Well, I mean, a lot. she does come home smelling like fish every day. Mm. I know she'd much rather have her, this house for her and Alex so I guess Oops, the narrator is, is not, not Alex. Alex. <laughs> Without me cramping their style and taking up the big room that, for the record, I've been sleeping in since I was born. Okay, I don't know who these people are and why they took over her family home. Well, but maybe, anyway, maybe she just needed like to make some money. I guess so. No probs, I say, grabbing the cutlery out of the drawer and laying three places at the kitchen table. Oh, they have to like eat together. I guess. How was your day at work? Donna sighs wearily, opening the oven door to check on her authentic lasagna. Oh, right. Lasagna. She's an information strategy manager at a supermarket head office in Chester and pretty high up in the pecking order by all her own accounts. Busy an information ex- strategy man- manage- managist? <laughs> managist. <laughs> That's right. That's exactly what I said. She's an information strategy manager. Okay. Uh, it's probably like marketing? I guess. Yeah. Does she does she decide what goes into the weekly ads? I think so. information strategy sounds very formal, but it's probably something very dumb like that. It's like circular writer. Yeah. <laughs> my Circulars, bra- that's what those are called. Thank you. My brain is fried. She gives me an envious glance. Gosh, it must be so relaxing to not have to think too much of your job, Olive. What is Olive doing? Ol- again? Oh, fishmonger. Um, I go oh, to Olive. Okay, yeah. so Olive is, is the, the protagonist. Is, right. I go to protest, but she's right. My job doesn't take a whole lot of thinking. Mega knife skills, extensive crab knowledge. Wait, that's She's you. Like, that's me. This book is about you. Expert descaling abilities? Absolutely. But brain frying levels of thinking? Not so much. You ever gone out with a tall Joan? <laughs> you need to move on. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> <laughs> what about short Jean? I, I'm sure short Jean is fine. What for- about shorter Jean? Oh, you think you think like there's a there's a photo uh-huh. of, of like the staff at the of the fishmongers uh-huh. and it ranges from yeah. from like a little person yeah. to to like someone with a pituitary disorder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I there's that monster Abe. <laughs> <laughs> and it's and it's just Abraham Lincoln. Uh-huh. Okay. Mm. Well, Donna continues, I suppose when my candle venture takes off, things that will get better. You wouldn't believe how hard it is, Olive, doing a corporate job when your soul is as deeply artistic as mine. Aww. Mm, I say, sitting down at the table and nibbling at one of the breadsticks that have been laid out in a shabby, chic jar. 
<laughs> Napkins, Donna says Wait, with a smile. You can't lay things out in a you, jar. You don't lay them out in a jar. You stick them in a yeah, jar. Yeah, stick them in a jar. Stick, them, stick it in a jar, Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> Napkins, Donna says with a smile. Don't forget the napkins, Olive. Alex and I never used napkins before Donna moved in. If we were eating messy food, that sounded like a, from airplane. Yeah. <laughs> Mike never had two cups of coffee at home. Alex never oh. used to use napkins. Yeah, <laughs> if we were eating messy food, we'd use a bit of a kitchen towel or sometimes in a pinch of toilet roll. Monsters. Wow. They're monsters. But Donna insists on actual cloth napkins, which she starches and irons and everything. With her corporate job and all of her frustrated artistic wow. talent, she has time for starching napkins. I don't know how she does it. How does she do it all that, Donna? What's up, guys? Alex strides into the kitchen, setting down his briefcase by the tumble dryer and heading over to give Donna a kiss on the cheek. His gentle round face is pink-cheeked and beaming, his usual neat auburn hair a little sweaty at the front. Big, ba- Big Bang Theory tonight. I can't wait. Oh, they watch that in England? I guess so. Me too, Donna says, clapping her hands together so that a cloud of flour poofs up around her. Her face, face breaks into a genuinely excited smile. Bazinga! Bazinga, <laughs> right. Alex adds. Is that a Big Bang Theory? It is. Oh. The pair of them turn to me expectantly. Uh, bazinga, I say, with a smile that tempts to be <laughs> as psyched as theirs. Oh, Sheldon, Donna laughs, shaking her head as she's recalling a fond personal memory. What a standout character. The weird thing is I took an online BuzzFeed quiz of like, which Big Bang character, Big Bang Theory character are you? And it said Buckbeak again. No, stop it. (laughs) We're living in a golden age of sitcoms for sure, Alex adds, loosening his tie and grabbing- Oh, what an asshole thing to say. (laughs) Grabbing a bottle of beer from the fridge. I lay out the napkins on the table and wonder how many more episodes of the Big Bang Theory there will be until the season ends and we can finally watch a new box set. Oh, they're watching a box set? They're, of they've what? rented of, of shows. But, they're renting them in DVDs, oh, oh, I, I suppose. Oh, I see. They're currently watching the... Bi- I get it. Yeah. <laughs> Which part didn't you not get? Um, I'm confused. Never mind. <laughs> okay. The great thing about this business idea is that some candles have inspirational quotes on them and some are scented, but mine... I completely forgot about the scented candle thing until now. Mine will be inspirational and scented. <laughs> It's going to be great, Alex says, finishing the last mouthfuls of his lasagna and mm. putting his gently rounded tummy in sat- oh, padding his gently rounded tummy in satisfaction. Have you thought of any more quotes you can use? Donna nods, using her napkin to dab neatly at the corners of her mouth. I actually wrote some myself. She takes Let's a deep hear him. She takes a deep breath. Your love burns like a flame. She announces oh, triumphantly. God. Isn't it Trey Romantique? It I- is. I snort over my water glass until I realize that she's not joking. She's serious. Your love burns like a flame. That's not romantic. That's an STD. (laughs) Good. I like it, Alex says tactfully over the people, ever the people pleaser. (laughs) Oh, wait. No, I only hear what that sounds like when he says that. I like it. We should nice. we should come up with a bunch more over the weekend, darling. And did you get your final list of scents decided? I can't believe we're not doing a game where we have to come up with... with, uh, slogans to go on, on the scented candles. I know, candles. I didn't read that far. Sorry. I've got lemon, of course, and vanilla and freshly cut grass. Is she going to have barf and booger? <laughs> um, okay, so on the freshly, on the freshly <laughs> cut, cut grass, grass one. No, I came up with a joke and I'm not going to say it. Um, um, uh, mow over your lover. Exactly. Um, <laughs> I, I'll be your lawnmower man. Um, uh, okay. On the uh, vanilla. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, this this one not, not as innocent as you think there we go okay uh lemon um I'm... shut up you tart 
<laughs> wow, you should actually get into this business. If you, if you had, came out with a line of like sassy, irreverent, scented candles, oh, okay. you could sell them at your at your little shop on Capitol Hill. Okay, what about lavender? Because that's the next one she's talking about. Oh, God, I don't know. Um, um, lavender doesn't really suggest anything. Yes, it does. Come smell me, you purple pansy. You're really good at this. No, I'm really not. And the fact that you think I'm really good means that I, I'm concerned. I don't see how anyone could resist. If you went into a shop and you picked up a candle and it said, come smell me, you purple pansy. <laughs> You're like, I need to go now. <laughs> okay, maybe lavender for a candle that says, dream, sleep, love, live. Oh, Ooh. God. Or maybe a rose-scented one for live every moment of your life. Stop and smell me. There you go. Yeah. Um, um, this can- uh, candle is a candle is a candle. <laughs> so don't, dumb. don't encourage that. That's so dumb. <laughs> I almost did a Guns N' Roses song. song. <laughs> <laughs> which, which one? Oh, I'm not good at pulling out the thing, but there's like every rose has its thorn. Is poison. It? Poison? Yes. Oh, I see. I knew I got no, something good. wrong. But yeah. Okay. Oh, there should be a series of candles based on the titles of 80s metal songs. Uh, a cherry pie. Every oh. rose has its thorn. Ooh. I can't think of any. Um, Jump. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dr. Feelgood. Um, uh, well, this, we, we started out really strong. You on did. This. Okay, I'm going to keep going. Why does your shop only sell two different candles? Because <laughs> our candle creators ran out of ideas. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Olive? Alice, Alex asks sweetly, bringing me into the conversation. Even he can see Donna's tendency to completely overtake all dinner chat. I wonder if he's ever brought it up with her. Hmm, probably not. Alex likes an easy life, and criticizing Donna in any way would likely bring him a world of hassle. Mm-hmm. I shrug. Why don't you do one or two wild card scents, I say? Like maybe a candle scent that no one has ever come up with before? Like like a pepper tuna. <laughs> I just high five Matthew. That was really good. <laughs> Pepper tuna. <laughs> What's the slogan? Oh, um, uh, something fishy this way comes. <laughs> I don't know. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Pepper tuna. Uh, um, Pepper tuna. It does that. That is its own slogan. Pepper tuna. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That was awesome. Way to bring it back around again. Okay, wild card scents. Like maybe a candle scent that no one has ever come up with before, like your high school crush's leather jacket or the mm-hmm. cold side of the pillow. Oh, I got oh, like that's that. That's so deep. But that doesn't smell like anything. It's more like a feeling. Yeah, like... Menthol. So maybe mint? Yeah, but uh, I mean, like, a s- smells like evoke deep feelings, I've been told, so... Yeah, so cold side of the pillow, like... I mean, maybe just being, t- <laughs> maybe it could be an unscented candle and just like the mm. feeling. Well, what about like a, a scent like the dark side of the moon? <laughs> exactly. That would, oh, I would buy a dark side of the moon candle. What would that smell like? Money. <laughs> you're naming everything Floyd song now? Uh, yeah. That's what you're doing? Did you mean to do that? Um, well, th- yeah, that's where I was going with okay. that. Yeah. Okay. Um, or maybe even long grass instead of freshly cut grass. Or maybe brain damage. Or maybe tall. Smell like brain damage. Tall Joan. Oh, I would. I, I would, <laughs> would buy, you buy t- candle tall, tall Joan. I would buy all the tall Joan candles. Mm. Would it be a taper? 
I, what, what, is, what does that mean? Isn't a taper a type of candle? Yes, but what does it represent in it's, this case? It's a long, thin yes, candle, exactly. like tall jeans. Thank you, sorry. Tall Joan. Joan, God. sorry. Or maybe even long grass instead of freshly cut grass. So many candles are freshly cut grass. Mm, good but, point. But long grass smells delicious, like long pig. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, does it say that in the book? Or no. Okay. Especially if there are daisies in there. Long grass is so underrated. Yeah, I've thought, I've thought that so many times. Okay. Now it's Donna's Yeah, like neighbor's overgrown yard. That's that's a candle I want. <laughs> now it's Donna's turn to snort. A leather jacket candle? Thanks I for your some, input. I think Olive. like some animal died under there. Just a hint. Before I can say anything else, Donna turns back to Alex and launches into a speech about different types of wax molds, which I can already <laughs> tell is going to be a long and extra detailed. At that point I decide to make my excuses and take off to bed. But it's the big bang theory in twenty minutes, Alex points out. It's cool. I'll catch up tomorrow. I think we should come up with more candles. In our final minutes here. Oh, okay. In our, in our final minutes on Earth, <laughs> let's come up with more more off uh, offbeat scented candles. Okay. Um. 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 Long range missile. Okay. Um, what that smell like? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Just like uh, napalm. <laughs> yeah. Um. It, it, it's burning uh, flesh. Right. Uh. Way to way to end the show on a high <laughs> note, Becky. You said we were at the last moments on Earth. That's true. That's a good point. I was I was gonna say like new computer. I thought, you said, I thought I heard Nukem. Is it what I <laughs> Nukem. Nukem. Remember Duke, that game Duke, Duke when Nukem. you were kids? Yes. <laughs> Who's Duke Nukem? From the game Duke Nukem. Um, oh, uh, uh, Buckbeak. Hippogriff. It smells like wild and, and magical. Okay. That's a good one. Uh, Listerine. Mm. Uh, now all I can think of is Harry Potter things. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, like uh, used bookstore. Ooh, that's the, probably a real scented mm-hmm. candle. The scent of silence. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, it's a Simon and Garfunkel brand, <laughs> off brand. How about how about one that's like um, pirate ship? And you gave me no props for that whatsoever. For, <laughs> the scent no, of the si- scent of silence. <laughs> the scent of si- a Simon and Garfunkel <laughs> branded candle. I'm sorry, you're right. I was thinking about my next thing and uh-huh. not paying attention. <laughs> it's it's what I do. I know. Go ahead. What did you just say? Uh, I wasn't pir- paying attention. Pirate ship. It, it, it would have like a. It would be a mixture of like um, uh, oil and, and, and hardtack, coconuts and rotten rotten hardtack and like uh, parrot poop and oh, and what's salt? The, what's that whale vomit called? Oh, ambergris. Ambergris. Yes. Oh, ambergris. We could just call yeah. it ambergris. Okay. All right. Uh, Wait. There's more. We can do more. Come on. Can we? I, I feel like I'm really hitting the end of my wick. Okay. Glaucoma. <laughs> what would that smell like? Um, isn't isn't there a thing where like they get dogs to to like smell whether whether people cancer. have cancer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so oh, but, but, like, the smell of cancer. There could be... that you want a candle that's called the smell of cancer. <laughs> yes, yes, I do. What I was actually then, what I actually think was there could Nobody be a series, <laughs> a series of uh, of candles that smell like different breeds of dog. Do wet, different like wet dog. Yes, do different breeds of dog of wet dog smell different? Are are wet dog and dry dog two different breeds? I don't know a lot about. But what dogs. about just dog breath? Yes, dog a dog breath candle. You would have to like get the dog to breathe on the wax <laughs> for a long time though. How would you infuse dog breath into a candle? Well, I mean, none of these things really have the thing in it, right? I mean, except for silence. Um, <laughs> I mean, okay, I guess you can you can like marinate the the pepper tuna in wax and then burn the wax but marinate it in wax how do you marinate something in wax well it's melted wax 
So you stick the tuna into melted wax, mm-hmm. pull the tuna out, yep. strain out the peppered tuna yep. from the liquid wax. <laughs> yep. Harden the liquid you wax. You know what? You've, you worked at the candle factory with me. You, you're, you're just like reading from our employee handbook. All right. Uh, let's get out of here. Okay. You can find us online at uh, talljoan.co.uk. <laughs> Dot what? Coda? Dot co dot UK. Oh, what's our book for next time? Oh, our book for next time is Running Into Love by Aurora Rose Reynolds. Mm. Running Into Love. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash lookinsidetbc, uh, which stands for Look Inside Tall. Um, wh- where was this? Birmingham? <laughs> Yeah. Tall Birmingham cuties. Okay. <laughs> I think it wasn't Birmingham, but let's just say it was. Do you know that your book for next time, Running Into Love, is is has in parentheses after fluke my life? I, I did know that. What does fluke my life mean? Is it like Don't fuck? Know. But she doesn't want to say fuck? Well, it's like a fluke. Fluke uh, my life, though? <laughs> I think it's trying to make you think fuck my life. Yes, yes, it is. But it's but it's like a fluke of, of fate. Fluke a you. Fluke of fate. Fluke yes. you. Fluker. Uh, and uh, then right. fail to mention anything. Yeah, leave us, leave a, us review. a review on on uh, we'll, Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or Google Play or we're still something at, else. We're still at forty, and I asked you people to get us to forty three. So just you, you people, come hand, on, handwrite. First of all, stop saying you people, and secondly, <laughs> just handwrite us a note uh, and take a picture of it and send it in. Oh, the old fashioned way. Yeah, like that'll be the review. Just, just, it just for between you and us and the people on our Facebook page when we post it. I like it. I like it. Oh, by the way, uh, just as a quick end note, I uh, hired someone in her twenties to uh, to help me on a, a private chef gig the other I night. Bet you did. Yeah, and she was helping me. And at the end of the night it was the first time we'd worked together. She's like, you know, you're kind of funny. You should write a meme. <laughs> And I, it was one of my oh first my God. one of my first times where I literally was like, I, I know what a meme is, but uh-huh. I don't really know what she means. So I'm like, what do you mean exactly? And she's like, you know, you should have a picture of a cat and write something funny on the cat's face. She's right. You should do that. And I said, why should I, I do that? I have a cat. You could just write something funny on my cat's face. And then I was like, such sound like such an old lady. I'm like, well, I don't have Photoshop. And she's like, well, you don't need Photoshop. And I was like, okay, I don't know the app you would need. She goes, well, that's easy enough to figure out. And I was like, okay. You're and just afraid you wouldn't come up with something funny enough to put on true. the cat face. That's not true. And then I said, well, why would I want to do this? For, I mean, to, to meet Tall Jones. And she said, well, it would get shared around a lot. And mm-hmm. I was like, and how does that help me? It gives you a, a you know, an oomph in your, in your foomph. St- an whatever. oomph in my foomph? <laughs> whatever that thing was from last week's book. Okay. Anyway. Um, no, I, I agree with her 100%. You should write a meme. And uh, we'll post Becky's meme at uh, lookinsidethisbookclub.com. See you next time. Well, we're not British.